Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Friday, June 18th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. everyone, welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bulger. And I'm Brett Goodeman. And we come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Happy Friday. We hope you are anticipating a great weekend. Before we get to John's Gospel, let's begin with a moment of prayer. Let us pray. Lord God, this day, teach me that I am not God. Teach me that I am not you but that you exist in me, that you work through me. And may that not bring pride, but humility, not arrogance, but love, not hubris, but empathy for others. We pray this in your name. Amen. Amen. Friends, listen to the first five verses of the first chapter of John's Gospel. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him is life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Tara, for our Friday (laughs) fun question, what is an item of clothing you have worn in your life or maybe still wear (laughs) that you may look back on and are completely embarrassed by? So many to choose from, and I will say that one of my daughters this very morning said, oh, you're so cringy. <laughs> um, but when I Gotta was... I love that love and support golly. of children. When I was in middle school, I was a super scrawny kid, and I am like proportionally like about one-third torso, right? <laughs> and like two-third legs. And at that time, like acid-washed high waist jeans were in so literally I look like a pair of shoulders sitting on top of a pair of pants I mean every time I see the pictures I'm like oh sweet lord why did no one tell me what about you that's a pretty good one uh for me I had this pair which I'm not embarrassed by it a pair of yellow pants that were awesome (laughs) yellow pants are awesome full stop they looked great it was as college progressed and they got dirty and got some holes in them that I then cut them off and made them jorts. Oh, and the Lord. yellow jorts was probably wait, a wait, wait, little wait. Back much. up. Was this yellow denim for them uh, to be jorts? Or are they jean shorts? Uh, you, you know, that's a great clarification. They were not denim. Okay. No, they were I, not then, denim. Whew, that, thank that you. That would be That was next a game changer. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hold the phone. No, they were, they were pants that were cuts so they were ports <laughs> i feel a new trend coming on started here at rocket city Lift. started right here but to our scripture what are we to make of the idea that the word was in the beginning with god it's interesting that 
each of the Gospels were written at a different time. Mm-hmm. Mark's Gospel was written first, most likely six, around 60-ish years after Jesus. And so that Gospel begins with Jesus' ministry, like his adulthood. Um, and then this is the latest one written. And so what John does is John looks at the whole of Jesus's life and at what we have experienced in being the church during that time. And John says, you know, God knew that God would call God's Messiah and Savior into the world. And so John is saying, in the beginning, this was a part of God's plan. This should be a comfort to you. This was not a random thing. This was not, you know, some man who showed up on the scene and was a really great teacher. Instead, that this is part of God's plan for all of humanity. And um, I think that's really beautiful to think about that God God knew <laughs> where God was going with us and God continues to know even now. Hmm. What do you think about with the word being in the beginning? Yeah, as you said, it points to God's sovereignty and God's providence because we have to remember that also that when this is written, things are not going well for Christians. <laughs> yeah, they, things, things are not great. There are lions involved. There are lions involved. <laughs> not necessarily. Be, being being uh, under Roman rule was not ideal. Some of the faith that had been part of their identity that was shifting so they're finding this new identity and some of their family and friends are not allowing them to come into the you know in the johannine community there's this uh there's a story that's only in the gospel of john that uses this word you know opposite nagas where people are uh it means to be removed from the temple and so scholars think that that's what was happening to this community uh, that they weren't able to enter the temple where they worship. So even though they followed Christ, they were still Jews and they still wanted to worship in the temple and so they were removed. And so when all around you seems to be crumbling in a way, I think it's really comforting to know that the person that we hold on to, the hope that we hold on to in Jesus Christ wasn't like God's like, oh man, they really screwed up with this whole sacrifice thing. I'm going to come in and and fix it all. But instead we have a God that has known from the beginning that we would screw up (laughs) the sacrifice thing uh, and would save us through the grace and love of God. Uh, And so I think it points to the sovereignty of God, which is great hope for us. And even today, doubt is always an element of faith. There are times when even I am like, hmm, is this whole Jesus project everything I think it is? Hmm. That no longer for me is a serious doubt. There was a time in my life where it was and I felt like that was answered. But we know that there there can always be doubt even in belief. Mm -hmm. And to be reassured by John's gospel that even in our doubt, God is sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> God knows where we are going. And um, I have a friend who her teenage son at the time was like, you know, I'm not really sure if I believe in God. And her response was, that's okay, baby. God believes in you. And I think this is John's assurance. You may doubt. There are days where you may be afraid and your mind wanders. Rest assured 
this is part of God's plan and you will make it through this too. There's a there's a great scene in, in one of my favorite sitcoms, How I Met Your Mother, which I'm really proud that I'm going to draw some meaning out of that silly <laughs> show. Uh, but it's when... Um, it's when one of the characters, his father, dies, and he talks about how when they would go, they grew up in Minnesota, and when they'd go out into, on these vacations, they'd drive through the night, and it was always foggy, and as a boy, he was just terrified to look out and see the darkness and the fog, uh, but looking to his dad and seeing the confidence he had in driving gave him confidence, mm. uh, and, and I think that's what we look to here, as, as you said, is when we... To know, to have someone in our life, to have a God in our life that is confident uh, and that is that is true, that know, we can trust that they know what they're doing even when we don't know, uh, brings comfort in our confusion and in our inability uh, at times being human to believe some days. And think about... The, this is also the idea that God is trustworthy, mm. that God tried to call on Israel to be the light of the world, and Israel turned out to be just a bunch of humans. How very disappointing that must have been, right? But that God knew that even into that, he would offer us the grace and the Savior of Jesus Christ. I think it's also uh, an assurance that we can trust God. Mm. With that, we're going to end with a quote from C.S. Lewis. I am trying here to prevent anyone saying the really foolish thing that people often say about Jesus. I'm ready to accept Jesus as a great moral teacher, but I don't accept his claim to be God. That is the one thing we must not say. A man who is merely a man and said the sort of things Jesus said would not be a great moral teacher. He would either be a lunatic on the level with the man who says he is a poached egg or else he would be the devil of hell. You must make your choice. Either this man was and is the son of God, or else a madman or something worse. You can shut him up for a fool. You can spit at him and kill him as a demon, or you can fall at his feet and call him Lord and God. But let us not come with any patronizing nonsense about his being a great human teacher. He hasn't left that open to us, and he did not intend to. Thank you all for being with us. We hope you have a wonderful and safe weekend. We will be back on Monday. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen.